has crazy lipstick. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, this is, uh, it's okay. Nothing's good here. Like, this is all, like, bojanky. It's all right, though. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Um, hello, guys. So, I actually don't even have a name for the podcast. <laughs> I don't stunts. know what this podcast is called yet. <laughs> but, um, so this is Melissa. I met her out here in Tennessee. Um, we should look at that camera that one? for okay. that one. Sorry. Um, just a heads up. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, this is the first podcast I'm doing. Uh, I did try it out, like, by myself. It was super awkward by myself. <laughs> so, um, this is the first time that I'm actually going to have somebody on the podcast. And a little, like, quick summary, I guess, of what the podcast is going to be is... I, I was telling Melissa, like, I have a lot of girls that I meet with work or just anywhere that have a lot of stories, and sometimes when I've, like, opened up about mine, I've heard very similar stories, and I feel like when I was in those times, like, dealing with a lot of stuff, I felt really alone, and so I just kind of want this to be, like, a safe space where not just girls, like, it could be guys I too, like but, that. yeah, like, can talk about life experiences, um, advice if they have advice um just anything dreams goals like whatever so yeah so we're gonna start uh very nice so this is melissa hi <laughs> nice to meet you thank you for having me here by the way i'm really excited <laughs> you're making it feel so official <laughs> yeah no i have to say thank yeah. you yeah <laughs> so um i met melissa through the riding scene uh she also stunt rides in tennessee so do you want to tell them a bike you ride because I'm you still learning. <laughs> I have a Honda Grom. Um, I just got an F4i as well. Um, but yes, I'm still learning. So I don't want anybody to think like, I'm oh, she's a stunter. Too. So no. like, no, I am not there yet. No, I think, um, I mean, if I think some people, I guess some people can put stunt, like a stunter toward like your amount of experience, but I don't think it matters. Like you're, you're doing you're still out there doing right. what you're doing. You know, like still it's trying, still dangerous. Guys. You're still doing what you're doing. So and you're still, she wheelies, like, she knows how to wheelie. She just needs to, like, kind of, like, yeah, loop it a couple more times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're so kind. So, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you have a Grom yes. and an FRI. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I ride a, I'm going to have to put the dogs away. I didn't even think of that. I can, you can hear it, right? A little bit, yeah. They're a like, little tick-tacking. <laughs> hopefully they chill out. I'm sorry <laughs> if you hear that in the background. I think my dogs are going to, like, eventually get bored and not be walking around so <laughs> i'm just gonna leave them um so yeah i ride a kawasaki 636 and it's a 0304 i think they call that like the unicorn bike because it's hard to find yeah <laughs> which right here. is kind of like ridiculous because they're they're all everyone has like used them up so it's crazy that the value is still high for what it is because it's kind of like 240 i was just know? gonna say that yeah, i was just like that it's outdated, <laughs> but right. people right. like know, oh, that's a stunt bike. So they go for that when there's right. better options, but it's okay. That's what I have. So. It's very nice too. Yeah. Um, so we do have notes here in case like we forget what we wanted to talk about or, or anything. So if you see us looking down, that's what we're looking at. <laughs> trying to stay on track. We don't want to. Yeah. And anybody. it's really not much. It's like, so just <laughs> don't show them yet. <laughs> it's such a small list. Okay. Um, so I did want to ask you about your business because I never really got to ask you about that. And 
Um, if you don't know, Melissa is an artist and she's amazing. She does murals. I say it right. Murals. Murals, yeah. Um, she's done a mural at like skate park, tattoo shop, car shop. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so I wanted to ask you, like, what do you do with the, I think you do vinyls or decal yes. stickers. Um, Schoolhouse is a graphic design business. We make stickers mm-hmm. and decals. And, you know, of course, we do the murals as well. Um, the schoolhouse is also kind of just like a safe haven kind of thing. You know, like our mentality is you can come to us if you um, just need to get away in a sense, you know. Uh, a lot of our friends like to come and hang out with at the schoolhouse, so... Yeah, Do the audio is all messed you up. You hear it, right? Yeah. It's like intermittent. Maybe just be closer, that's all. Like okay. I'm like super Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to figure out how all this stuff works still. So. <laughs> but yeah, the schoolhouse is my baby. I'm trying to like, you know, nurse it to health and make it something bigger. Um, I have higher hopes and dreams for it eventually in the future. So, you know, I'm just going to keep at it. Yeah. Did you do um, Diddy's? stickers that make lots greater no i did not i did not do but diddy is he's come to the schoolhouse a couple times for like just graphic design okay that so yeah and she does you do do graphic design like she um Mm -hmm. she actually is an artist so she can custom make the vinyls and all that which i think is cool it's not just like a copy and paste thing like you actually design everything yeah yeah so um, a lot goes into it (laughs) is it hard like doing the cutting um no the actual cutting is the machine does all of that um I guess it's just the design aspect it's hard because you're constantly having to talk to the customer and see what they look like and what they want and you know they have an idea in their head so it's kind of up to me and us to kind of make that reality you know and put it down on paper okay because I think um I think I've seen videos where people like they get decals and they're like take a razor like a scalpel looking razor and they're cutting so it must be different no know. yeah the machine we have will cut it out for you okay so it's all done there it's like cricket or something like that we actually started on cricket okay. and we um upgraded to graph tech and now we actually have enough funds to upgrade again to a bigger machine that produces more in a short amount of time that's cool yeah. okay mm-hmm. i don't know why does it sound like your mic is yeah not as it good? is i don't know if it's because i'm like looking at you <laughs> and going back and forth i think you talk like lower maybe i don't I'm know i'm sorry yeah i do i'm i'm is that better i'm shy um i, I kind of wonder like if why it's doing that i don't know what this is either hello hello i don't want to mess with too much yeah but, okay just try I'll just I guess get just closer and, to it yeah try and stay close to it um and you do spray painting the murals yes. so when did you start that um i actually had started well i started off a pencil and paper you know before anything and you know when I was younger I was kind of just messed around with it and then I guess I graduated to like canvas and started um, painting with acrylic on canvas and um, that was just like kind of a hobby in itself I never really thought about selling my art or anything or making money off of it it was just kind of a hobby for fun and eventually more and more people would tell me hey you should really try to make this like a career like really try to make money Mm -hmm. off of it and it was actually my husband. He was the one that kind of pushed me because he was into graffiti. And as a younger kid, he would, you know, be out there on the streets and, like, do little graffiti arts and, like, run from the cops and everything <laughs> like that. So, me, yeah. I was a good girl. I'm like, no mm-hmm. way, I could never do that. So, uh, but then I saw that there was actually, like, people out there and it was a huge community. A way to do it legally. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. That's so. cool. And you did Canvas before. Yes. I yeah. don't know the guy's name, but there's this guy on YouTube. Maybe you've seen him. He does, like, planets. And no. he no okay so he 
He does like time lapses of his um, graffiti art on his canvases and then he sells it and it's like amazing. He does like galaxies with planets and then at the end he does this like weird thing where he like puts a flame over the canvas. Have you seen that? Uh, no, I haven't seen that. Yeah. So he'll take like some kind of spray spray thing and he puts a like a flamethrower over the canvas and it makes it all shiny. It's what? so cool. I'll show you later. It yeah. is amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, I think spray painting is like... I tried to spray paint my bike and like my whole hand was like covered for like weeks. I can't, I'm not good. I got messy. drips. I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> yeah. That's why I can't ever like my nails never last. Like this is like very odd for me to have yeah. my nails painted because they don't I, last. No, I love having short nails though. <laughs> like <laughs> mine are long because of work. I always like feel like it's like a, right. a thing like you have to have. I don't know why. Oh no, I get you. When I have my nails and I'm like, hey, what's yeah. going on? <laughs> Doing all of this and stuff. But you're kind of like disabled in a sense. That's how yeah. I feel like just picking up a pen or something. I know. Or your card when you drop yeah. your debit card. <laughs> like, babe, <laughs> help me get this that. quarter off the floor, please. <laughs> drop my change. Oh my God, that's the worst. And then when it's, in pu- it's happening in public and you're just in the store like, yeah, <laughs> don't look at me. That poor girl. <laughs> Somebody knows what you're going through though. They're like, she got her nails done. I know the struggle. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have sponsors yet for your uh, spray paints? No, I don't. <laughs> Who would you want? like to sponsor you um definitely montana paint supply um they have the best uh spray paints mm-hmm. if anything so I would definitely but there's other other companies out there i mean anybody i would be thankful for so yeah, yeah. so they all they have like different um as far as like vividness or like um, yeah the color durability. quality the color quality um you know if you go to like walmart you can go to the, the walmart section there where they sell spray paint and it's like, like very petroleum water, or something. yeah it's like very watered yeah. down very drippy so like the consistency is better and then they sell better caps so you have different sizes and your caps and everything so definitely it sounds so complicated <laughs> what it sounds so complicated oh yeah 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 okay. it is but it's a learning process like anything yeah. else you, know, you just got to keep at it and yeah <laughs> I love painting. I um like I remember I worked with somebody like in a car shop and he would have me like prep the cars for painting. Yeah. And he would let me a couple times like do the the spray gun. Oh, like, to, like actually like yeah, you had to prep it. it, put the color, like let it dry, put the cut um the gloss over it yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. And it was like actually really um fun. Like it was like a stress relief. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. why I like it. It's very like yeah. therapeutic, you know you're in your element you're in your own head you know just doing what you got to do and that's it yeah but you get um i think that like the first time i did it i got this thing called orange peel or something oh yeah yeah. does yeah. that happen with spray paint also um no i think there's other obstacles like you know if you spray too hard then you get the drip you okay. know and you're kind of trying not for the, unless you want the drip you know there's different scenarios where you want it to look drippy but for the most part you want it to look kind of like even that's cool yeah okay (laughs) so it's like it takes talent (laughs) it's a skill everything is yeah Yeah. exactly writing everything right even just talking like this is why one of the Mm -hmm. reasons I wanted to do a podcast is like I'm I'm such a reserved person like I actually love to talk and I always have a lot to say but I'm so reserved and like I feel like it'd be good for me to actually start talking more like at work um when I first started there like I was so quiet like nobody was (laughs) I wouldn't talk to anybody and I want to say in the last like month I've been like actually like talking to people and it's been like nice to just like try and get used to like conversating again because I feel like I've been so close off ever since having like my kid really because you got your stay-at-home mom you're always with them you're always at home and you're just like away from like society yeah it (laughs) is different the whole like pandemic happened and it's like 
don't know. I just, after a while, I was like, I don't want to talk to nobody. <laughs> I just want to be home. No, you're not alone. Oh. I feel like a lot of people struggle with anxiety. Especially now. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. After all the craziness that's happening. I'm trying not to curse. Are you trying no. not to curse? It's just me. <laughs> uh, I haven't really thought about it, but oh my maybe God. now. I'm like, There's been oh. a couple of times I'm yeah. like trying not to. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bad habit. <laughs> it is. I, I mean, I'm from Jersey. Like, come on. We curse yeah. like regularly. Like, yeah, was... my family's from New York. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So you know all about that then. <laughs> yeah. My aunt, my aunt Tavia. Mm-hmm. She knows. <laughs> aunt Tavia. Oh, my God. I miss my family so much. Are you seeing your family for holidays? No, we're going to be here for Christmas and New Year's. Um, but, yeah, we'll see them after that. I'm planning on going to Florida afterwards. So I might be there when you're there because I'm trying yeah. to go um, next month. Okay. Like the end of January. Oh, I won't be there. No? No, February? I leave. I'll be there until, like, after the 13th and we come back. Okay. <laughs> but yeah i'm gonna try and go out there soon because like my i just miss my family i've been getting like so homesick but not not like so much like missing miami but just missing like my family and the hospitality of course it's um i don't know if it's like a, I, we were talking about earlier i don't know if it's like a culture thing but yeah. it's just i'm so used to like that latin like uh, togetherness family, like hospitality yeah i like miss that so much and when I moved here, it was like, yeah, I just want to get out of Miami. I can't stay in Miami. And then it's like, when once you settle down after a couple of years, you're like, wow, like I'm alone. <laughs> yeah, it does get yeah. a little lonely. You're kind of like in your own little island over yeah. here, you know. And I don't know how New Jersey is, but like Miami's so, um, it's so diverse. Like oh, so yeah. many different kinds of people there. And then Tennessee, it's just not as much. And right. So it's like, mm-hmm. it feels a little weird. Yeah. I you like it that it. way. No, I do too. Like, how do you like Tennessee though? Um, I love it. I actually really love it. And when I moved here, like I didn't even, I had never been here. I had been driving all around cross country. Mm-hmm. So when I turned like 20, I want to say it was like 22, 23, yeah. uh, I got a van and I took the front seats out. I was with somebody at the time. Like we, we gutted it out. We put a bed in there as the seat. Like the seat was a futon. So <laughs> we welded a futon down and we would drive on it and then put it down to sleep. And yeah. behind the futon was like a wall so that nothing would hit us if we crashed. And yeah. beyond that wall, we would have our bikes. Like we had bikes. We had a oh couple like clothing items. But this was before Bodhi. Yeah, way oh, before. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And uh, I had my dog. I had Luna. She's. Oh, there's Roscoe. I don't know where she went. <laughs> finally left us alone. <laughs> yeah, the little killer's down here now, Roscoe. He's a baby. He, he like, he knows that I'm, like, watching him. So uh-huh. he's been, like, trying to stay next to me. He's, looking up, he's not the dog friendliest now. dog, but he's doing really well with you. Like, Good. he's actually, yeah. He feels her vibe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. It's my vibe. Um, same with Bonnie. You know Bonnie. Yes. Yeah. Same yeah. with her. And when she first came over, he was playing fetch with her. I'm oh, like, that's good. What? He yeah. doesn't do that. So I guess it depends, you know. <laughs> now he's sniffing at me. I got he's nervous. Like, I just heard now. you. <laughs> um, so what were we saying? Um, you were telling me about how you feel with here in Tennessee. You love oh, Tennessee. Yeah. So I um, So we drove cross country and we went to Connecticut. We stayed there for a while because he had his mom there. And then we drove to Kentucky to do the sport bike freestyle competition. Mm-hmm. This was like in, I don't even know what year that was. It was a long time ago. Uh, then that was where I first saw Bill Dixon. I think Ernie was there. Um, Savage oh. Lynn. I think Savage Lynn was there. I don't remember. If anyone knows who Savage Lynn is, he, do you know who he is? I have no idea. 
Oh my gosh, he These was big wigs. I'm guessing amazing. He's an OG. Yeah. Um, I don't want to like put his business out there. Something happened, so he kind of like fell off. Like I haven't, no one's seen him or heard of okay. heard from him really. But he was amazing. He was like idol of mine. So I don't know what happened, wow. but yeah. So let's see who else was there. I can't remember. It was so long ago. Then we we went to Oregon. Um, oh, we went to Colorado. Okay. And we actually worked with KevTech. Do you oh know Kev yeah. Tech? Yes. Uh, so we worked there at the sh- at the KevTech shop, and right next door was where Bill Badass um, Industries okay. frames were. Yeah. So we would like work um, here and there. We mostly worked with KevTech. Like I did the the bending of the pipes for his cages. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, and okay. the guy I was with did like the welding, and and then we gathered enough money to like keep going on our ways. We went to Oregon for. A big session. I can't remember what it was called. It was with Sean Setz. Um, Robin was there. Melissa. I think her name is Melissa. I don't know. There was a few girls there. I can't remember their names. Hope. Uh, Bailey. Kawasaki. Bailey. Oh, I don't know. Okay. See, I'm, <laughs> I'm new to this, so you're telling me a bunch of names yeah. and I'm not familiar I, Honestly, with. I could be I'm wrong, still. too. Like, I'm not all, like, in it anymore, but... I have a lot to learn still. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was fun, though. It was really fun. Um, and so we, we did that. It was a big airstrip, too. Like, oh, I don't know nice. how they got that, but it was a massive, massive airstrip. Like, it went for days. And it's like a stunt rider's dream right there. Yeah. I mean, there were so many of us. Oh, Cuddy. Cuddy Stunts was there. He knows I love him. He's a he's a beast. He almost cursed. He's a beast. On a mm-hmm. with his stoppy game is just amazing. Yeah. And that's actually how I met him. He almost like I thought he almost hit me in a stoppy. He came like this close. I'm just no sitting way. there like you better chill, bro. Oh, he's showing off. He's like, yeah. yeah, check this out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, oh, JJ, yeah, all of them. You guys are awesome, by the way. Um. But yeah, so they were all there. Then after that, we kind of explored Portland a little bit. And then we went to California. Mm-hmm. And so I had been like all these places in the yeah. US. Um, and I just, for some reason, like when I wanted to leave Miami, I was like, yeah, I'll just go to Nashville. Like I always heard good things about it. I didn't hear anything like bad about it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to have seasons, but I didn't want it to be too cold. Uh, I heard that their southern hospitality is like a Definitely, thing. People yeah. are super nice. Right. When I first moved out here, I think like a couple of days after finally moving in, mm-hmm. like my neighbor came over with, with cookies oh. and I was just like, look at her like, what's Excuse this? Me? Like, what's going on? Like, what's <laughs> smell them? I don't know. Like, I was like, I don't know if I trust you. That's, <laughs> right. a, that's my Miami house. Like, exactly. Um, I would be the same way. That's like my Miami mind. Like thinking that yeah. way. It's like people, I'm not going to say all people down there are the same because it's not, but I just think a lot of times in big cities like that, like LA, Miami, probably New York. Oh yeah. Like people are very, um, about themselves and they're only going to do things if it's going to help them or they have an alternate motive for being yeah. nice. Like, that's just how a lot of people are down there. And I, and I'll debate about that. Like, I'm sure there, there's people that have like been upset at me for being so negative, like yeah. talking about Miami. So I'm not going to say like that it's the, it's not the worst place. It's just, I just, from my experience, like growing up there is a lot of shady people down yeah. there. And that's in New York too. It's like, oh yeah, big cities are that way. People are very shady. You just have to know. It's it's tough with those places because it's so congested with people and like, you know, those are the main cities where they're constantly pushing new agendas and like just they they're trying to mold society and like 
like for me, for instance, anytime I go to New Jersey or New York, I start seeing how younger kids are so quick to be like, I want these shoes and like so obsessed with being like the coolest or yeah. looking the coolest or like staying on trend and everything. And like, I don't know that a lot of people's minds are so clouded by other things. Materialistic when you, stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So being here in Tennessee, you see things differently. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's in other places in the country too, but for me here in Tennessee, that's what I love about it. You know, like to slow things down a little bit and, you know, just mm-hmm. see the countryside yeah. and appreciate things a little more, you know? Yeah. Just like, um, just like working in the, in the strip club, yeah. like in Miami, I remember when I first like walked in there, it was like girls walking in with their, you know, their Louis Vuitton bags and their, um, I don't know what that's called, like coach slippers or yeah, yeah. whatever. And I just, they had the newest iPhones and, and dancers there, like they do make a lot, like they can afford that. But it's like almost more, just more of a thing. Like girls down there, they like to have their nice things. And then I come here and I worked at um, the place that I work at. And you got girls in Miami that are wearing $100 outfits, like bedazzled, crazy, crazy outfits, like unique outfits. And then I come out here and it's like girls in like bras and underwear. And I was like, and they still look great. They they look amazing. But I'm just... I was like, whoa, this is so different. Right. And, you know, girls are coming in with their duffel bags from, like, Walmart like, yeah. or whatever. And, like, we don't – I feel like girls here, like, we – there's been a couple girls here that, like, for example, they'll see some shoes I, I have, and they're like, oh, I love those. Where did you get them? How much were they? And they're very careful about spending. Like, they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I want to spend that much on that. Maybe I'll see if I can find it on a good deal. Yeah. And – I don't know, like in Miami, it's like, they just, they just jump at it. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to get this. I'm going to oh, get that. Man, and they got it like that out there, I guess. Yeah, so. it's just different. Like, I feel like it's not so much about the money because the girls here still make money. It's just, yeah. they're not as materialistic as the girls in Miami. Right. I feel like, and it's the same with guys. Like, you know, you have guys in Miami driving their Lamborghinis oh, and wow, all yeah. that. And then I came out here and I'm like, I don't really see, you don't see like, no. like, like i used to see you see like gold cars and stuff and i'm like well for oh. here it's like how nice is your pickup truck you know yeah like, do you have a pickup has- truck do you have a trailer you know like it's different they're putting their money in Boat other places exactly yeah. yeah there's definitely a lot of pickup trucks and there's a lot of white ones i know it's like most pickup <laughs> trucks are white out here i don't know why i see them everywhere so funny. <laughs> um i kind of want wanted to get another one because when i first moved out here i had a pickup did you yeah it was like uh it was like f-150 or something okay but then i got the van and i was like wow this is nice because like i can keep everything in it and not have to take everything out every time i'm like done riding yeah so i still have the van right i still have it okay (laughs) it's not here because like i'm still in the process of moving so like there's a bunch of stuff in it and it's going back and forth going to storage and everything so Yeah, I don't know. I have my, like, that little one out there. Yeah. My That's a nice one, the Camaro. <laughs> yeah, it's That's funny good. when someone's like, oh, my God, I love your car. And I'm like, yeah, thanks, I'm paying for that. Yeah. Like, I'm still paying <laughs> it off. It's not mine. Like, have you tried to drift it? I did. Did um, you? You would. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried to drift it, and I couldn't. Like, I'm like, what is going on? Like, it kept, it would drift, and then it would just catch, like, yeah. traction. And I actually talked to Matt with cock stump parts okay. by the way he does really really awesome work uh yeah. i have all his stuff on my bike i think you do too right yes yes, yes. a lot of us <laughs> here in tennessee have his stuff because oh, yeah. he's amazing mm-hmm. and um 
I don't know if you've seen me drop my bike, but like I pancake my bike and nothing oh, has I've happened seen to it. it. So, <laughs> um, his quality is really good with his, uh, his bike parts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had asked him, oh my God, I have, cause I know he has like a Mustang or something. Yeah. He drifts. Too. And I told him like I was having problems. I'm like, I don't know if it's me or it's my car, yeah. <laughs> but I can't, I can't drift. And he told me that there's some kind of fuse. It's a traction control yeah. sensor or something that I need to yeah. take out of the car. Yeah. It's with um, the newer cars that they all have them. Yeah. I was like, I wish I knew that. I was like killing yeah. my car <laughs> trying and trying. Oh my God. That poor car. Yeah. I was like smoking the tires. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. I feel so bad. I didn't know this. Um, but one thing that's weird in my car, it doesn't have a emergency brake? brake, like manual. Like it's an automatic one. Like it's a button. Oh, that is weird. I'm like, it's kind of like... Emergency brake is strange. I mean, it's a V8, so I don't think I need it to drift, but it's okay. just... Yeah. Like, it's weird to me, like, to not have yeah. that. I don't know. Those newer cars. But don't ask me, like, how to drift. I don't know. I drifted a car <laughs> one time. There was a guy named Carl in Miami. Um, I was riding my bike by myself, like, practicing. I rode to the lot, and I was practicing. And then I see all these drift cars come in, like, busting donuts, and then they took off and I followed them to the gas station. Yeah. And I was like, hey, guys, um, can you teach me that? <laughs> and so the guy, Carl, like he was really cool. I pretty much like tried to make a deal with him that I'd like help him buy tires if he would just teach me how to drift wow. his 240. And he took he was me like, out. Done. Yeah. Got he it. was like, hell yeah, you don't watch those things. <laughs> um, but it was fun because he took me out only once because um, something had happened. I think he went to the hospital for something like something serious happened. So he just couldn't, but yeah, he took me out one time. I only drifted a car one time and I did have a donut. I did a couple before I couldn't anymore. It's fun though. But it's fun. It is yeah. so fun. It's so different it than is. bike, uh, like drifting bikes is very different. I find that a lot of stunters are like into drifting or they have yeah. like tried it or want to do it. Or getting into it now. Yeah. yeah. Or same thing with like skateboarding or BMXing. Like mm -hmm. I guess you guys all kind of follow the same like That's adrenaline true. rush thing, you know, yeah, extreme it, sports. Because there are a lot that used to be skateboarders. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I used to be too. Um, I think you were and James or what? you and James were, right? I, I attempted skateboarding. Attempted. <laughs> like I like to cruise on the board and I told him when we first started and I was like, I am down to learn, but you you know what? I don't like falling so much. So like, mm -hmm. let me try stunting instead. He's like, are you sure you want to stunt instead? I was like, yeah, I feel like you fall less, but I'm like, yeah. I guess falling is more extreme on a bike, obviously, but. It's a different, <laughs> I don't know. It's definitely different. I, cause I've fallen a lot with skateboarding and I mean, you get hurt. And then yeah. at our age, like, well, I don't know. I don't even know. I forgot. <laughs> but at my age, like it starts to hurt. Like yeah, you don't, you don't heal the same. And I mean, I'm only 28, so I can imagine like, yeah. you know, there's 40 year olds that are still riding. Yeah. And the thing is, if you are wearing like all your gear, it's really not that bad when you fall. Right. right. Like I remember when I first started, I was so scared to fall and not that I would purposely fall, like, but I was, like, very, very loose with my riding because I was, like, I almost want to fall. Like, I just yeah. want to get over it. Right, exactly. And I did, like, because, you know, I would wear everything. Wear your helmet, your jacket has um, elbow, shoulder padding, mm -hmm. back protector. You got your knee pads, your shin guards. You have everything, and it's really not that bad. A lot of times you're just, like, rolling, too. Right, exactly. Where skateboarding, it's, like, that skateboard hits you in the shin that You're is the worst yeah. yeah everything's just like flowing and falling yeah. and rolling yeah and you fall you hurt your knee and it's just 
you get scrapes it was not right that part of it was not fun but like i did have fun with that like but <laughs> i don't know I, I feel like it was it was fun while it lasted it didn't last a whole lot mm-hmm. like a while because my dad was just i remember my dad hated it because you're always around guys like and all That's this true. not i don't know if it's like a stereotype thing but like all the skateboarders were like potheads oh you know? yeah <laughs> so <laughs> i think my parents knew that and it was just it was always like just hard to like find time to hang out because i think my parents just my dad like hated it yeah exactly so, i can't imagine and then it's like the older you get the more those guys that were friends are like it's just not the same i yeah. don't know how to explain that what do you mean like they try to like like make passes at you or I something don't know. like do you think it's like easy to be friends with guys like do you think that's something that you like um, you, you're not gonna go and just like chill with like a guy by yourself right like a friend well before i was married mm-hmm. i have i have i still have a lot of guy friends like that i'm friends with on facebook or like social mm-hmm. media and stuff like that um and i would hang out with them i feel like i get along with guys better in a sense at mm-hmm. that time especially like I, they're just easier to talk to they're not as dramatic as girls are you know how it is yeah so um now of course i'm married so out of the respect of my husband you know yeah i wouldn't just go up and leave like bye babe i'm gonna go hang out with like brad or something. all right i think we're good now yeah. <laughs> my bad uh so now we know that there's a problem with that and it, maybe it's in the settings i have no idea um so we were talking about being friends with guys and all that so i don't remember where we left off we could <laughs> we could just start off somewhere else because i don't remember um, actually i did have a question for you mm-hmm. um you know obviously you're a dancer an entertainer mm-hmm. um what's like a huge stereotype or an assumption that people make about you because of that um there's a lot <laughs> there's yeah, a lot i, I think i think that you know, before I even started dancing, I had this assumption that dancers were dirty. And what I mean by dirty is I just like, I would hear like my friends be like, oh yeah, let's go to a strip club. Oh yeah, we were hanging out with a stripper. And I would, I would, you know, I was young. I was like probably like 16, I don't know, 15. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that's just weird though. Like, why would you do that? Like, they're just out there like, FUCKing everybody. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, that's just nasty. And, um, I mean, there's places in Miami that I I know personally are kind of like brothels. Okay. So that's like a whole, that's a whole other thing. But like the, cl- the clubs that I have worked at are really classy. It's a lot of women who are actually moms. They're married. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just, they're there to make their money. They're not messing around like that. So I think that a lot of people forget that like we're still people like we're not just like some piece of meat because we do that. Like we've got a life, we've got a family and some of us, um, you know, another big thing is people think that we're just doing it because it's easy money and it's definitely not like it's like what your friend was saying, like she wouldn't go back to it. You know, like it's, it is definitely not easy. It's just fast money. Like if you are hustling and you go in there and you're like all about your money is quick money mm-hmm. but it's not easy like right. it, it does take a toll on your mental <laughs> health yeah. um physically too like it's it's tiring um i mean right now here like where i live now like they close at three so it's not that bad but when i worked in miami like they would close at 6 six thirty in the morning wow. And my son would be up at like eight thirty. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I would sleep like one hour, yeah. maybe two, and he would be up. And I had 
the whole day with him you know off wow. caffeine red bull like and then go back to work and it was just that, that night i would do it two nights in a row sometimes oh. yeah and never more than that because like i just couldn't like i would not be okay yeah uh, i would get sick even like doing it two nights in a row i'll get sick so it's not like the easiest job and i think that's that's definitely one of the, the like stereotypes that we get or right um and you in particular, right word. <laughs> no, yeah, I was just curious about it, you know, uh-huh. because I feel like we all kind of have like an idea or an opinion on that topic too. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know for me, I just think maybe it's more mentally trying on, mm-hmm. on you, you know, if anything, but like you said, if you're there by your money, you just in and out and that's it. And you come back home to your child and you're just happy. Yeah. That's all that matters. And it's definitely not uh, what you see in movies. A lot of times you see in movies uh, the way it is, and it's just not that. Like, I mean, it depends where you work. Uh, I worked at a place called Eleven in Miami for a little bit. That place, yes. Like, that place, you you have a lot of, like, celebrities going there, and it's just, like, money thrown and lights and wow. always money. And, like, it was just, it was wild. Mm-hmm. But most clubs are not like that. It's... Like the club I work at now, you go in and there's four people sitting in there for two hours, you know, and you just, you get on stage and it's the same four people just sitting there watching your whole set, like not tipping any girls. Like it just, it, it can take a toll on you, on your confidence. Um, Sometimes you have guys like go in that they can't go outside and reject a girl and make her feel bad. So, because they feel like insecure. So they'll go in the club because they could sit there and make a girl feel bad and like reject her or say, make fun of her skin for that then. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. Like I can't, I can't even tell you like the, there's so many stories like that where I've had, like there's been guys that go in there and they're trying to like just degrade you the whole time. Mm-hmm. And you know, after a while, like you kind of pick it up at first. I feel like when I was new, like I was like, okay, like why are you like this? Like, right. am I really that bad? Like, right. And then you kind of, like, realize it's not just you. Like, guys are, there's multiple guys that do that. They do it to other girls. And mm-hmm. you just, you you pick up who those guys are, like, after a while. And you're just like, all right, I'm not wasting my time here. Yeah. yeah it's okay. <laughs> you do oh, you. Man. I would be mortified, like. <laughs> you want to, you want to smack, oh, see, I almost cursed. You want to smack the fuck out of them. I'm just like, but yeah, nothing you could do, too. That's the worst part about it is you could have a guy, you could have a guy, like, sitting at the the stage on his phone and watching your whole set, looking at his phone, watching your set, looking at his phone, and you can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. I think I heard in, um, I don't know if it was, I can't remember where it was in Europe, but there's like some clubs out in Europe where like you are mandatory, like you have to tip if you're standing at the tip rail, oh, man. which yeah. I think every club like should have because yeah. it's not hard to just, if you're not going to tip, like you don't want to tip that girl, you move one seat back yeah you know if you're gonna sit you're taking up the stage like the actual like tip rail and you're not giving a dollar like what are you doing like you're watching the whole set for free like this is not free entertainment (laughs) but um yeah there was a post that i think you maybe you saw i put up this post a lot of girls put it up about how a lot of people that walk into strip clubs like don't realize that they're paying a quarter maybe of what we're paying to be there mm-hmm. because in Miami my house fees with tips and everything came out to over a hundred a night okay. and they're walking in paying $25 maybe to get in $20 right. yeah um 
So just like you, I feel like people just really have to be mindful that like we are paying to be there. Like it's not like we're just showing up like, oh yeah, it's easy money. Right. We gotta pay to be there. And sometimes I've seen girls go home negative. Like they've oh, had to man. pay the club out of their pocket. They made no money. And they like took money out of their pocket and where they're like six, four hours or whatever, eight hours. It's like it's happened. I can't imagine. So it's, yeah. I, had <laughs> it a, I actually have a story. One time I went to a strip club. Um, I've only been maybe like three times, maybe four Don't times. <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> the last time was with, with you. So, um, oh, but. That's right. We only went once, right? <laughs> together, yeah. Okay. Um, and I actually went with my husband the first time I went with him too, which is actually really funny. And we were together and I was so nervous. Like I was like tunnel vision. I did not want to see what he was looking at. So I just stayed like this the whole time because I'm like, I don't want to get jealous or anything like that. But ended up turning out to be something that was fun for us. So we went a couple more times. And actually, the last time we went together back in New Jersey, um, we were sitting in the front, you know, like, and we were tipping everybody, you know, especially me, like, you know, Mm -hmm. women, I guess, tend to just get more crazy with their spending on the strippers. And this one girl came out and I don't know, she's like, not the cutest, I guess, there. So I was like, okay, I, I don't really like how she's looking. And like, I feel like her dancing is not all that great. I felt I was being judgmental. I was, but I made sure I wasn't watching because I knew, like you said, if you're going to be in the front, if you're going to be looking, getting a free show, then you should tip. But we were making it a point to kind of avoid looking at her and we were just looking at each other, kind of just talking and just drinking and everything because you can bring in your own like mm-hmm. drinks and stuff. And at the end of her, her session, she left, but I think she noticed that we didn't tip her. We did not tip her, but we didn't look at her as well. So it's not like we were watching or anything. And she got upset and she went to the bouncer and she told the bouncer and she was like pointing at us like, like, oh my God, yeah. they didn't tip me. And the bouncer's looking at her like, dude, what do you want? Like, just go, like your session's over. Mm-hmm. And at that point for us at the time, it was like, it was a like comedy. Like it was just funny. Like, oh, you know, like, yeah, but so, <laughs> I, I don't want to be rude. I, we weren't watching, you know? Yeah. Like, well, so like there's, um, I, I don't like to, like, make those kind of, like, judgments, right? Like, we none, of, none of us want to say, like, oh, this dancer wasn't as, like, cute yeah. or whatever. So right. I'm not, like, I'm not one of those. Like, I don't sit there and judge. But, like, I've had guys, literally, like, customers come to me and be, like, oh, you see this girl. I'm not going to say her name. But, like, yeah. oh, you see this girl over there? Like, she's not, she's, to them, at least, they'll right. tell me, like, you know, she's not that cute. But, damn, like, she's making crazy money. Mm-hmm. And it's because, like, she is making up for that like because right. of her personality like she was she's hilarious like she makes yeah. you laugh she's so personable and she has like a great vibe like great energy so like i love her like and a lot of people that are love her she makes money yeah and so i think you know if, if if you're at least like dancing well you're putting on a show or you're have a great personality or you're being personable like you can't i'll oh, see that one stopped recording it's all right <laughs> we stopped this one hopefully um you know it's everyone has their type like right. there's there are guys that literally will only go up and tip blondes yeah because they only like blondes so it's not like there's anything wrong with it mm-hmm. you know there's nothing wrong with that it's just um i guess i just like me and other dancers just don't like when when there's people sitting there like watching like there will be guys like licking their lips like watching the whole thing and just like hi fucking you and they don't give a dollar and it's just like really yeah (laughs) i don't know there's a difference annoying but well i'm glad you're able to set it straight now i'm like now thinking about it i'm like maybe we should have at least given her something you know i think at the time we were just being ignorant and like 
drunk, but it was good times. So yeah, well, no harm, no foul. Yeah, but that's the good thing about like talking about it is like we don't see it from that side and they don't see right. it from our side. So yeah, I don't know. Like I think us dancers, like we can be judgmental because we're already there. Like we're tired. We're trying to make money, and then we're like, what the fuck? Like I keep. I'm so. Oh my God. No, I don't fine. know if YouTube. Like I don't know how that works. We're adults here. <laughs> you know, you're just like, what is wrong with people? But you don't know from that side what, how they're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, you have no idea. It's just, we're just like all in our mood. You know? It's like, kind of oh. like serving or like bartending, you know, you yeah. put in all this work to like, you know, attend to your guests and mm-hmm. make them the drinks and they ask, Oh, let me get a strong Island iced tea. And <laughs> yeah. that's what they used to ask me all the time. And you'd hook them up and then you don't get the same love in return, you know? So it's exactly, it's, it's a struggle. It's yeah. the service industry, I guess. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember that. That sucked. <laughs> like, oh, can you give me an extra shot in there? I'm like, yeah, are you gonna yeah, right? You know, first because like, I know you're not going to <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't know. There and there, like, I bartended for eight years, so hospitality um, is definitely something that, like, I was already used to when I started dancing. Like, yeah. I already knew how to deal with people that were drinking too. Like, right. people who were drinking in that zone, like out of Miami, you know, partying and all that. But um, I'm also very, very shy as a dancer because I guess as a bartender, like you're behind, you're behind the bar and you're making the drinks. You have something to do. And when I was a bartender, I was working at a club. So it was back to back, drink, 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 like all night long. Like you didn't even have time to talk to someone because it was just like very fast paced. Like I can't remember what my, my sales were were insane. You know, blue martini. I know. Okay. Um, so we're in Miami. Yeah, it was a uh, Blue Martini and Brickle. Um, I don't know if they're still there. <laughs> I think they are actually, but mm-hmm. yeah, that was my favorite favorite bar I ever worked at. And I think with dancing, you have the ability to walk away from somebody, which is nice because behind a bar, like you're stuck there. So right. if someone's sitting at the bar and they're annoying you, you really can't go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, whereas if you're a dancer and someone's kind of annoying you, eventually you could just be like, all right, I'm just going to walk away. Right. It's okay. You know, and you could say no, to, you don't, you're not liable for how much they're drinking, which is nice. Uh, that was always a thing. Sure. I hated having to cut people off. Yeah, That's the I worst. agree. So I don't know, like dancing's easier for me, but at the same time, I'm like so shy because, you know, you're dressed like almost naked and you, you're, you're like trying to give this kind of service that's just different. Bartending, it's like personality and how how good you can make a drink or how fast right. you can make their order. Dancing, it's like they want to know you. They want to see how good you look. They want to know how good your personality is. They want it like they're just judging right. you. Yeah. So it is a whole different like thing. And I remember when I started in in Miami, like the house mom. I love her. Her name is Lori. She doesn't. I don't think she works at Vixens anymore. Uh, but she she had like I had come back and I was like talking with her about how I was having a lot of problems like going up to people and she said it in a nice way but it still was kind of messed up (laughs) but she was just kind of like honestly I don't know how you make money here you are so shy I was just like oh my gosh I was like okay maybe you needed that though (laughs) yeah I think I did like it kind of was like Mm -hmm. oh like okay like I'm I need to work on that I know so it took a while um to get out of like my shell when yeah. I was there. And then when I came here, it was like so much easier. I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, cause in Miami, it's like hundreds of people in there right. here. It's not as many. Yeah. So it's, it's easier here 
I feel like out in Miami, you're, you're being judged more for your looks than your personality. Oh, yeah. I can't Here, imagine. they actually want to sit and talk with you. Like, they don't mind talking with you. It's really cool. Where in Miami, like, I literally, there was a guy, I, I don't know, there, I don't remember when this happened, but there was a guy I was, like, sitting with, and I was talking with him about writing. <laughs> yeah. and, and he was just kind of like, after a while, he was like, yeah, I got a bike, too. He's, like, talking about the bike he has, and he's like, why the fuck are we talking about writing like, i don't even want to talk. i don't want to be having a conversation in strip club and i was like oh my bad like yeah sorry. you're still a human though you know like so i don't know it's a whole different vibe there it's like they want you to just come up like ready to do stuff and party and oh be gosh. crazy and, um it's always weird. drugs going around like they want to see if you can hook them up with coke that was a big thing um i've had guys like literally say like oh i want to go for a dance let's go to vip but can can you get me some coke? I'm like, no, no don't oh, have man. any. And they're like, oh, well, let me know. Let me know if you get some. What? Okay. All right. I got you. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a whole different, like bartending is, is so different from, from dancing, but you still have to have that, like be able to talk to people. Yeah. So. I was saying, cause like, it is almost like when I bartended, it felt like I was going onto a stage in a sense, like yeah. you're there, that's your domain. Like you set the tone for like how the bar is going to be for the night and everything. You're taking care of the people. And I remember even like my initiation was having to kick out my first person, like cut them off and kick them out. And it was like, um, this guy, Jesse, actually, he's my late friend. He passed away. He's the one that trained me and like taught me everything that I know about bartending. And he was the one that was like, all right, Mel, like, this is your shot. Like, he's fucked. He's drunk. You need to kick him out. And I'm just like, oh, a deer in headlights. And he's like, you can do it. And in a way, serving in general and bartending, like, helped build my confidence and, like, to talk to people and just, you know, be comfortable with being human and just being, like, hospitable yeah. and everything. Yeah, I will say, like, bartending got me more like that, like, out yeah. of my shell than dancing did. Like, dancing did the opposite. Like, I'm, st I'm still always trying to, like, be more personable and just like not be so like timid yeah but with bartending i feel like it was like people are there to just have a drink and have a good time or have someone to talk to yeah dancing it's like you got guys coming in talking about talking shit about their their woman at home right. talking about all this stuff that just i don't know it and takes it like a toll you. on you and you're just sitting there like having to listen to this and and I don't know like it's just different it makes it made me more close off if anything because I was like man I don't trust shit like I don't yeah. trust nobody I don't I don't like people like sometimes you leave the club being like man I cannot stand people like yeah because you it'll be that kind of night we just get those kind of guys back to back that are just so disrespectful um but I don't know but bartending bartending was cool though like it was definitely a good thing for me in that time like when yeah. I think I started I started when I was 17 do you yeah. remember the first drink you made, like, ever? Yeah, the, the first drink was a Long Island iced tea, actually. It was, like, we, that was, like, because I worked at TGI Fridays, actually. Okay. <laughs> um, TGI Fridays, Crew in Piscataway, New Jersey. It was, <laughs> that's, that's my cool. fam out there. It's like yeah. Chili's, right, kind of? Yeah, it's, like, yeah. you know, like, an all-American restaurant, I guess. Mm -hmm. And um, first drink was the Long Island iced tea, and that was, like, the signature drink there. So um, every Friday night, we would have a DJ come in, and, like, it turned into, like, a little mini club. It was, it was really oh, cool. left, right, okay. <laughs> um that's like the fourth time the camera stopped recording so i don't know where we left off but long story short uh the drinks were way too strong they were like coughing it out <laughs> like they were like this is oh bad gosh. <laughs> so that was my first experience i always remembered it because i was like mortified i was so embarrassed <laughs> um so we're gonna end the podcast here because 
I have like four memory cards full now and I don't think I even have any left and I don't know what's going on with the batteries. This camera stopped recording. So we're going to end here. Hopefully all the audio was recorded. I think so. so yeah. If not, we have a, the camera like as a backup. Okay. But yeah, so thank you guys for watching like our my very first podcast. And um, I want Melissa to give her like uh, Instagram handles and everything so you guys can follow her because she's a beast. Oh, thank so, you. Thank you for having me. And if you guys need decal, do you do t-shirts also? We want to get into that okay. eventually, yes. Okay, so if you guys need um, decal stickers. Stickers, vinyl, um, graffiti work, murals, graphic design, custom imagery, um, or just to say hi. <laughs> or to say hi. <laughs> Follow the schoolhouse. It's the schoolhouse school spelled S-Z-K-O-O-O. Two O's. O O L. Sorry. Um, I'll put it down. Just tell me how it's spelled. I'll, sure. I'll put it down yeah. here. Um, do you have you have a YouTube, right? I have a YouTube. Yeah, I just started it. It's Melly Dot Scola. S Z K O L A. Okay. <laughs> but thank you is so much just, for having me. It's vlogs, right? Yeah, it's just vlogs. Just follow me around. Nothing to do with like the schoolhouse, really. I mean, there's little bits here and there about it, but it's just my life, you know. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for watching. Um. Most likely we'll have Melissa come back on here. Hopefully I let hope us so. know. Mm-hmm. Also, like if anyone is watching um, this podcast that has a topics they want to know or they want talked about, let me know because that would help me. I could write stuff down and I can always talk about it myself or ask my like guests those questions. Um, I plan to have some girls from work come and do this. Um, I have a few like lined up. So hopefully like after holidays, because right now with holidays, it's like just so hard. Um, but yeah thank you for watching guys <laughs> see Bye. you next time <laughs> tuning out is that what they say too?